From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Glad to have you with us here in this 5 o'clock hour of a Thursday show. As we get you ready for high school football on Friday night. Don't forget you can find coverage of high school football on Friday night, Saturday morning. All throughout the weekend, MainStreetPreps.com, MainStreetMurray.com as well. We will we will have you covered completely. You've got photos and game stories and stats and everything you can think of. Of course, you can also follow us on Twitter at SM underscore TN Sports, at Mo Patton underscore Sports, and at Chris Yow 14. What's the 14 stand for? It's so when I was when I was younger, a kid, uh, that was the number that I always chose to wear as a in baseball and that sort of thing. So just kind of stuck. Um, 32 is the other one. That was my basketball number. Okay. And then 82 in football. So gotcha. Okay. 14 also David Price's number. So and Adam Duvall. That's right. <laughs> so, there, uh, yeah, uh, that, that's uh, my first ever AOL screen name uh, had the number 14 in it. It's just kind of stuck okay. forever. So cool. there you go. Um, it's time to talk some high school football. And uh, JP, you got some music for us? There it is. Let's start in class 6A. What do you think? Sound fun? We'll talk beach three and one. At undefeated and number four after dropping his four, not not number three. (laughs) (laughs) Summit Spartans coming off a big win last week, and they they won this game last year, thirty six twenty nine in the quarterfinals of the Class Five A playoffs. Yeah, this is the first regular season meeting between these two programs, and if not for a historic clash going on in the southern part of Murray County, this would probably have been your game of the week. But as it is, you know, Beach coming in at 3-1, and one, their only losses to Hendersonville, which is also in the top 10 in the um, AP poll. And they've got a big game this week. Um, ah, Hendersonville? It. Yeah. Ravenwood. Ravenwood, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big one. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, this is a game that uh, the kind of game that you want to see High school football. I mean, these two teams have played in the playoffs each of the last three years, I think. Three of the last four. Three of the last four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they played last year, and then they played in 17 and 18. Gotcha. Four of the last four. It may be. Yeah. I I know they lost in 17. We said there would be no match. They lost in 17 in the quarterfinals. They lost in the first round the next year, and that was an overtime. Mm -hmm. That was a a ball game. I was at both of those games. It's typically a pretty good ball game when these two get together. Never. I think I said the the, uh, total of those two games, or of those games, have been decided by 15 points. So. Get out to Summit. It's going to be a, a good ball game, and I'm excited. Destin Wade is worth the price of admission. I'll be there. He is. In East 
nasty. <laughs> Home of Joe Williams. The Eagles. Hosting the Eagles. Independence travels up to East Nashville. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles in this one. <laughs> good call. Good call. Thanks, thanks. Um, East Nashville scored 58 points last week, defeated Jackson County in a region matchup. Um but I tell you, you expect this, some points this week. I do expect some points <laughs> this week because um, you know Indy, Indy has been throwing them up as well. I mean, right. even in the losses, you know, fifty six thirty uh, fifty six thirty eight lost two weeks ago to Pope Prep. Um, big win this past weekend over Franklin thirty eight seven. So I mean, they offensively they're rolling. And, and now that that you've add Trey Hartwell to the mix and and realize that he has got to be a part of your offense if you're Scott Blade. I think this is going to be a big week for for the Eagles. I am looking forward to this because I think it's just another opportunity for Independence to show that that tough schedule that they put together, including this East Nashville team that's 4-1, mm-hmm. that they can handle it. Yeah, I think this East Nashville team is ranked as well in 3A, actually. But, um, again, Scott has gone out and scheduled tough and and the record has kind of been the um victim of that schedule but at the same time losing to cpa losing to lipscomb you know potentially losing to east nashville the number five team in 3a you know does not hamper you in terms of what you want to get done in november all it does is prepare you for, for what November. you want to do in November. Exactly. So there you go. So, yeah. Good good on Scott Blade and good on, you know, good on Scott Blade again. Good on Kevin Creasy. Good on Trent Dilfer. Good on Jamal Stewart. These guys scheduling tough games instead of trying to build up a record and then getting smacked in the face in the first or second round. So you've got the Eagles in this one. I do have the Eagles in, the in this one. The next one, you got the Raiders. Coffee County, one and four, coming to Spring Hill. Yes, I do have the Raiders in this <laughs> you got the one. The Raiders in this one too, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, Coffee County, what won their opener? I think, uh, and has not won since. Uh, it's been a little bit of a struggle for the the Red Raiders. Um, yeah, they defeated Franklin County. Then they lost in the Coffee Pot matchup with Tullahoma. Lost to Shelbyville Page and Lebanon. Which are three really – those are four really good teams. Four really good teams. I mean <laughs> – And Tullahoma's ranked. We're going to talk more about them in the next segment. Shelbyville lost 13-6 or 13-7 to Riverdale a couple weeks ago. You know, Page is undefeated and ranked number four in 5A, I think. And Lebanon has been one of the tougher teams in Class 6A over east of Nashville. So, and Coffee County's played a pretty tough schedule and – Maybe they're trying to reap some rewards from that as well as they play a Spring Hill team that goes double o- t- uh, double overtime against Lincoln County, who won and fired their coach. Yeah, uh, that's, that's tough. And so I'll, I'll be interested to see how this one plays out as well, just because, you know, again, you talk about momentum, you talk about the mindset of 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, as you talked about in that, mm-hmm. that second with Kevin Creasy, yeah. you never know what you're going to get. And momentum for Spring Hill, momentum could go one of two ways. It could either play, hey, 
we just lost 23-16 to a good Lewis County team. We went double overtime and lost to Lincoln County. We're right there. Keep pushing that let's ball get over up the hill. The ha- yeah, let's get over the hump. Or it could be, good Lord, what do we got to do to win a ball game? You hope it's the, the, the first one. Yep. yep. Lawrence County, 3-2, and 1-2 and two in five, uh, 6-5A. Correct. No, no. 5-4A. No. 5-4A. Five, five, I was right the first time. At Glencliff, who is winless in both the season and in 5-4A. The Glencliff Colts with the best helmet of the week, I they, think. Uh, they do have a nice that helmet. powder blue that, is mm, solid. Mm, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, the team hasn't lived up to the logo, I don't think. Um, I hope they, they, If they lose this week, I hope they're not the only Colts that lose. That's all I'm saying. Boom. <laughs> um, outscored 116 to nothing in the past two weeks in region losses to Greenbrier and Montgomery Central. Um, it's just been a struggle for that program here over the last few years, and, and today's not much. Uh, this year isn't much of an uh, exception. Meanwhile, Lawrence County looking to bounce back from a tough loss at Hunter's Lane to Pearl Cone last week. So... Yeah, Lawrence County is going to want to get that taste out of their mouth pretty Quickly. quick. Mm-hmm. And Alex Carr is going to be the guy to do it. And unfortunately, the Colts just happen to be on the other sideline this week. And as the Wildcats look to go to 4-2 and two and even up that region record at 2-2. Two and two. Keeping themselves in the hunt. They're going to try. They're going to try. All right, that's going to do it for this segment of high school football uh we have five minutes left so why don't we talk a little bit about um some other games in and around uh the middle tennessee area really excited about this week as it's not it it is a non-region week for the most part i mean unless you're in a nine-team region like yeah many of these teams are um Obviously, we'll talk more about some of the bigger games tomorrow on our pregame show as well. But uh, some games that I'm interested in, Nolansville going over to Rockvale. Uh, Nolansville coming off two really tough losses. They, they were, But Paul Derrick really felt like his team was good enough to, to be in those games. Now, Innsworth... Is Ensworth. Ensworth is Ensworth, and a 59 6 loss is, is uh, uh, that's a tough loss to take. Last week against Columbia Central, again, big region loss for Nolansville, so they are um, really looking to bounce back against a Rockville team that just lost their first game this past that's, weekend as well. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And both these teams coming off losses, who's going to have the, uh, the upper hand? We'll see. Um, Another game that we – this one usually is interesting. Watertown-Upperman. And the Watertown-Upperman coming off a loss to Franklin uh, – Fayetteville. Fayetteville, Fayetteville mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. So, they'll be looking to bounce back. Uh, yeah, and, you know, when you look at classifications and that kind of thing, Upperman, this is their first year in 4A. Fayetteville, again, a a 1A program, the defending 1A state champion. Uh, Watertown, a pretty consistent 
state playoff performer in Class 2A. So this is, like you said, it's an intriguing matchup, I think. And um, Two teams that are typically playoff contenders. Certainly. So uh, when you see those two match up, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, um, now I don't, I don't think you can throw a lot of shade at Upperman for losing that game. No, not at all. Because that was their first loss of the season, and this just in. Fayetteville's pretty good. Battle of undefeated Riverdale and Smyrna. I, I, I don't think uh, there are some times when undefeated records aren't quite equal. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say these aren't as equal. Uh, not not all. Yep. Uh, I would probably agree with And then finally, one of the questions that I asked you off air is Dixon County going over to Centennial. Centennial has has either shut out their opponent or been shut out in every game thus far this season. I, I will tell you, Centennial will not get shut out. I agree with that. Dixon County's offense is pretty good. They got a really good quarterback. They do. They do. They've got and they've got some guys both in the passing game and in the running game that can hurt you. You know, um, Central had their issues with them in week two when they went over to Dixon. Um, again, they got a couple of pretty solid running backs. The quarterback is a junior and getting better. Dixon County could cause some problems for Centennial in terms of maintaining the zero in their ball games now. I think Centennial goes over there and takes care of business. So, of course, that might be the CCCHS coming out. It, it very much is what it is. <laughs> Mo, when we come back, we're going to talk about one of the biggest games in Middle Tennessee, and that is Pearl Cone at Tullahoma. That's going to be a lot of fun. We'll also get to Huntland, uh, Loretto. Oh, we missed Franklin County. We'll get to Franklin County as well on the other side. Uh, First Assembly Christian Richland and then Columbia Academy as well. So stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We continue uh, going around Southern Middle Tennessee high school football games when we come back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Festop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. 
Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. school sports here's mo and chris welcome back in to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint coming to you from the mobile lee company studio here at Opryland hotel as we've had a couple visitors pop through as we get ready for high school football on a friday night but also over in Murfreesboro tonight, don't forget Oakland, Lipscomb Academy. If you don't have a ticket, that's too bad. Listen to Brian Baird on WGNS. That's all I can tell you. I'll probably be tweeting out some updates. You know, you can always check updates on Mopat and underscore sports and uh, some be a lot of fun out there tonight. We missed uh, uh, one of our games in the last segment. And that's my fault, but we'll get to it in this one. Right now, we want to talk about Pearl Cone and Tullahoma. Is it number two and three, or? It is number two and three. This Um, is a big one. And it just speaks to, I mean, it's a big region, that region 5-4A, but yeah, Tullahoma's number two, Pearl Cone is three. Marshall County is eight. So... That's that's unfortunate for the rest of that region. Yeah. When the TWSAA put this region together, they were like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to screw their region and their cross region because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's pretty tough. That's, that's oh. I mean, that, that the four coming out of there, I mean, whoever it is that they see, who would that be? Six. Yeah, that's six, four, eight. That's six and I don't know what... I don't know what, who's in that district, but I can tell you, who, got a tough whoever it is is not going to be excited when they got the the. Well, whoever the number two team is in particular, out yeah. of that region, hosting it's, whoever the number three out of five is. That's it's kind of like when Smyrna kept having to host Independence <laughs> out of Wilkinson County. You felt bad for him. Like, you really, really did. Really. <laughs> got these guys again? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's tough. But uh, Tullahoma comes in undefeated. Obviously, Pearl Cone also undefeated. This this is a game that, uh, as as five four a goes, you expect this to be the championship game. Tullahoma's already defeated Marshall County. Mm-hmm. Marshall County without their quarterback for the year. That's a tough loss there. So you you got to think this is for number one spot. And, and I'm coming for the number one spot. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Luda. Um, 
huge, huge ball game. Um, and two teams, two coaching staffs that are used to huge ball games. Both Tony Brunetti and his Firebirds and John Olive and the Wildcats. Uh, you know, Tullahoma had a little bit of a drop-off a few years back. They've rebounded, and they have really become a, a player at the 4A level here over the last two or three years. And to get thrown into the same region with Pearl Cone coming up from 3A, um, I mean, games like this are, are what high school football is all about, and it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And as much fun as this Lipscomb Academy Oakland game is going to be tonight, this Pearl Cone Tullahoma game tomorrow night will be equally as entertaining, I think. And um, if I didn't have a game to cover, I might find my way to that one as well. Yeah, no doubt. As we look through and make our way to Region 5 in Class 1A, Winless, Huntland, taking on Winless, Lookout Valley. Somebody's, Somebody's got to win. Actually, in all technicality. Well, technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huntland has a COVID win. A COVID win, yes. But the schedule has not been kind to Huntland. They were open in week one. They had. Whitwell was unable to play week two because of COVID. Um, they finally got to play in week against, three. Against Cornersville. And had to, unfortunately, play Cornersville. Right. Um, played Cascade two weeks ago and, and fell in that one. So they have played two really good Class 1A. I'm, I'm sorry, Cascade is 2A. Yeah. But two really good teams and, and fallen to both of them. Last week they traveled over to Wayne County and could not get on the field for weather reasons. That game has been pushed back to um, October 8th Eight. because it's a region game. So, um I think Huntland had originally been scheduled to play community that night. That game has now been knocked off the schedule to make up this region game. So so the result is in six weeks, Huntland has played two games. That's right. And Lookout Valley has fallen to Mount Juliet Christian Community, Haynesville, North Carolina, and Cannon County. They've not scored double digits yet this year, and they've not given up fewer than 39 points, and that was a 39-0 loss last week. They've given up 52, 60, 50, and 39. So the Hornets looking to score. Yeah, and the Hornets two weeks um, yeah, two weeks ago lost to Cascade 28-17. So, I mean, they've shown an ability to score some points themselves. So that right. be the difference for them in this road trip. No question. Loretto, two and three, heading over to Lewis County, four and one. And as you said, offense is either feast or famine. Yeah, Loretto held to a single touchdown last week against Mount Pleasant. Um, but lost to Lawrence County in week two, what, 45-38. So, I mean, they have shown some, again, shown an ability to score, and it all kind of starts for them with Caden Porter and Case Tucker, the run game, and Mount Pleasant was able to slow both those guys down in that 17-7 win last weekend, 
Well, yeah, Mo, because it was hotter and muggier than anybody could want to be in. So, I mean, seriously, though, I mean, that, that's it, it's important to, to recognize why mm-hmm. they're, they've been in that situation. But this is a game that both teams want to run the football. Lewis County is definitely going to run the football. Oh, without so question. This I one mean, could be over pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're going to get when you're getting the Bobby Sharp team. They are um, they're going to run that, that wing tee, that straight tee. And, and right now, Blake Carroll is the guy for them. I mean, um, Dakota Cruz, now the coach at Summertown, is their only Mr. Football. That might change. This guy could just remember the name, Blake Carroll. I mean, he he is um, he is a open field speed type guy, but he's also a guy that can get in there and get the tough yards as well. Um, pretty talented, and again, this will be a run dominated ball game here as Loretta goes over there tomorrow night. Franklin County going over to Grundy County. This was a pretty big win for Franklin County last year. The Tracy Hayworth Bowl. The Tracy Hayworth Bowl, yeah. Former Franklin County Rebel Tracy Hayworth, who was dismissed after, I think, two years as head coach at Grundy County, now an assistant at his alma mater. And with the Rebels sitting at 0-4 going over to Grundy County. I don't think being ready to play will be an issue for the visitors in this one. No, I, I no doubt. Grundy County 0-3. They've lost to Marion County, which pretty good ball team. Tyner Academy, they fell 52-14. And then last week against the Quachee County after being off for two weeks in a row, lost 41 nothing. So That's a region game. No, that is a region game. However yeah, that, you figure that. The, well, <laughs> that, that region, Sequatchie, Grundy, Cannon, Giles, and one other community. team. And community, yeah. So that's... Geographically that's a, <laughs> speaking, that's one heck of a region. That's a heck of a region, region ain't it? Yeah, it's that, like it's a yeah. whole region. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> but, you know, when we were seeing the scores last week between Franklin County and Page, I think we were a little surprised at 32-15 as a final. I, I think we kind of expected that one to be a little more out wow. of hand than it was. And with that but That said, was in Winchester. This one is not. Even still. Yeah, no doubt. I I just feel like. The twins and the quarterback. Well, and I feel like this past couple of weeks, again, losing to Page 32-15, losing at Giles County 36-18, I think is going to give these guys a little confidence as they go on the road for this one. Sure hope so. Richland picks up a game against First Assembly Christian after the Zion Christian scheduling issues thanks to. Yeah, because I think. Um, this was supposed to be an open date for Richland, uh, and they were supposed to play Zion in what week two? That's correct. Okay, and, and this so they and took first their assembly open week. was supposed to play Zion this week and be open next week. 
Oh, summertime was supposed to play on this week. It may be, maybe it was this, and then and then so FACS was supposed to be open this week and plays on next, next week. week. Oh wow! And they swapped their open weeks in order to come to Richland this year, and I guess Richland will return the favor next year. I would think going uh, out toward Memphis to Cordova. Yeah, out yeah. in the middle of yeah. Um, FACS comes in two and two. Um, Lost to Clarksville Academy in their season opener. Lost last week to USJ, 55-6. But in between, they defeated Kip out of Memphis and Halls out of West Tennessee and did not allow a point in either of those. So, I am <clears throat> I'm thinking that, that Richland is in a position, obviously with the travel from FACS, this is a game that, that Nick Patterson feels like he's got to have some good work out of Bryce Miller, Ethan Workman, Sam Edwards, and, the, and, and his guys. He, he feels like this should be a game that they should be able to get some work in. I think they look a lot more like the team that beat Hickman County two weeks ago, 42-7 in this one, than they do the team that lost 21-14 last week to Cascade. And again, Cascade's pretty good. Cascade is pretty good. There you go. But, um, yeah, we'll get to our picks in a second, but... Boyd Buchanan, one in three. That's a little surprising in itself. Comes to Columbia Academy, 0 oh and 4. Columbia Academy just struggling all the way around outside of freshman running back Monte Baldwin. Yeah. Um, but before we focus on Columbia Academy, this one in three Boyd Buchanan team, as you were talking about Riverdale and Smyrna and undefeated records, not all being created equally. Um, Boyd Buchanan has lost to Davidson Academy, Christian Academy of Knoxville, and Silverdale. Um, Davidson lost last week to BGA, and that was their first loss of the season. Silverdale's undefeated. So they have played some competition, um, and they won 63-0 over Greenback in week one. But like you said, Columbia Academy has struggled throughout. Um giving up on average 45 points a game and scoring 51 points total. So Tough uh, tough game here for Columbia Academy. They're going to need all they can get offensively, and I don't know if he's back this week or not, but there was a, uh, we were told there's a chance that their quarterback could be returning here. Soon. Connor Rawson. Connor Rawson. Hey, yeah, when we talked to Charlie Lansdell last week, going into the um, DCA game, he mentioned that Connor Rawson was you know, on the radar to return here pretty soon. I don't know if that's this week or not. But again, you know, Brian Baranek of late has not, has, has been pretty productive at the quarterback spot. So, it'll be an interesting situation when Connor Rawson does get back as to how they how they work that. Yeah. That's going to do it for this segment as we get ready to give you our picks. Mo picked up two games last week as I was asked not to pick Columbia on the radio, even though I did pick them in the Main Street preps last week. Yeah, so it is what it is. Sometimes you gotta you, you gotta give the kids a little bulletin board material. So mm-hmm. it worked out for Columbia Central, but not for my picks. Uh, we'll get. I'm to, glad you were willing to make that sacrifice. I did. I did. I didn't mind. All right. When we come back, we'll give you our picks. 
going bottom to top. So stick around. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day returns right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. talk show you've always wanted it's southern middle tennessee sports today from preps to pros live from the lee company studio with the hall of famer mo Patton. here's chris yow welcome back in to the final segment of this thursday edition of southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint we are coming to you from the lee company studio and it's mobile inside of Opryland hotel today but that's okay. We'll be back tomorrow somewhere. I don't even know where it's going to be. We may be at home tomorrow. <laughs> like, got a lot going on this week as uh, the folks from WKOM will be out at Mount Pleasant doing a special show tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. So uh, WKRM, our sister station, 103.7 as well. And then, of course, we appreciate all of you guys listening in on WKRM or WKOM, WZYXradio.net. Uh, we did not have video today, unfortunately, because we are in the middle of 
Opryland Hotel with no internet. So there's that. Uh, it's it's been crazy, but uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed the show as we get ready to give you our picks. What's the Brave score, Mo? What's 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 going on? You said Austin Riley homered earlier. It's at least three nothing. <laughs> well, at least three may not be nothing still. That's true. Three one. See, <laughs> like so I you said, jinxed it. I said clearly. Uh, Your fault. I blame you. The Padres are beating the Giants right now. After we talked all that trash. Uh, it's okay. They can play spoiler. Also, the Cardinals, by the way. Well, here's the thing is the Giants were only up a game on the Dodgers going into today. And so that that becomes the, a question. Who the would Dodgers you rather The Dodgers are losing see? to the Rockies. They're playing in Colorado, though. The, the home Rockies, not <laughs> the, the road Rockies. Rockies. Exactly. So this is wild, man. I'll I tell you who I don't want to see is the Cardinals. Yeah. I hate playing the Cardinals. Any, anyway, 3-1 Braves lead right now. That's that's exciting. It's time to give you some picks, so JP's got us some music. That means let's go. Boyd Buchanan at Columbia Academy. Thoughts, Mo? Columbia Academy, as we said in the last segment, has struggled on both sides of the ball, particularly offensively, um, and I'm just not sure they can come up with enough offense to win this ball game. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you here. Again, Boy Buchanan lost three ball games, but they've lost three really good football teams, and they've scored a lot of points in those games anyway. So i got to think that, uh, like I said, the, the, the Buccaneers coming into CA. CA is going to have to do some – some soul searching in order to score enough points to win this one I think I think that Boy Buchanan's going to score CA's going to have to score with them and I'm not sure that they can so I got Boy Buchanan in this one FACS first assembly Christian at Richland Uh, I'll tell you I think this is exactly what you said this is the the team that look that 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 beat Hickman County is going to show up Sam Edwards that group is going to look really good. Raiders get the win. I'd agree. I, I, I like Richland in this ball game. I think that they'll be motivated coming off of that last second loss to Cascade last week. And remembering how they played against Hickman County two weeks ago, I think they I think they get closer to that. I don't know if they get as many as 42, but I think they win this ball game. Loretto traveling over to Hohenwald to take on Lewis County and the Panthers. I'll be sharp and company. This is this is kind of an interesting game. It is because um, Loretto wants to run the ball. They've shown an ability to run the ball and be successful doing so. For some reason, did not against Mount Pleasant. Maybe it was the heat. Maybe it was the humidity. I'm not sure. But the fact that they were unable to run the ball successfully, consistently against Mount Pleasant kind of concerns me as they go to Hohenwald. I'm taking the Panthers in this one. Yeah, you know, I I feel like it's a toss-up, really, because I I feel like, you know, Loretto has the ability to stop the run. Um, And that's the thing is, if they can stop it, then it's going to be a it, it could be a toss up in, in a very good ball game, and and that could be the difference because like you said they they can stop the run. 
Mount Pleasant scored both their touchdowns on passes last week. I'm not sure Lewis County has that ability in the passing game. So if you can stop the run, you got a shot. You got a shot. Uh, it's I, still Lewis County. Though. I feel like it's a toss up, and I'm going to the home team. So I've got the Panthers as well. Huntland at Lookout Valley. Oh. I think the Hornets get their get, get their first win this week. I'd agree with you. I, I think um, I think Coach Robertson will will have these guys ready and and focused and and it's been a tough schedule for them, but maybe things are getting ready to turn for them. Um, this is the second of what is now three straight road games. Would have been four, but. Um, they still had to travel last week. Yeah, <laughs> and, and didn't get to play. But um, I, I think that they – I think it'll be a happy trip home for the Hornets. I would agree with you. Normally we wouldn't pick games that's outside of our coverage area, but we talked about it, so we might as well pick it. Pearl Cone at Tullahoma. <laughs> What's the crystal ball say, Mo? You want me to give you this one? You're gonna have to get it cleaned up here pretty quick. No, I, I, I like the Firebirds in this one. I just think they've got too much firepower. Um, really, really athletic. Um, able to come at you from a lot of different directions. Particularly Barry and Brown, the the Southeastern Conference recruit. Um, Brandon Connard, the kid who recently transferred to them from Riverdale, uh, and they've just got a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the ball in particular, and uh, I think they get the win here. I tend to agree with you, even at being at Tullahoma, I got to feel like that uh, the Firebirds have, like you said, too much firepower, so I'm going with Pearl Cone as well. Lawrence County at Glencliff. Wildcats get back on track, Mo? Yeah, I believe I agree. so. Um, just Glencliff's struggling, and it's it's tough for them. But, uh, yeah, I think Lawrence County takes care of business in this one. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you exactly. Lawrence, Lawrence County's pretty good. They just – they, they, they've got – they've had their issues, and, and they've played some really good teams in, in their losses. So, uh, I, I think Lawrence County's offense is going to roll in this one. Franklin County – at Grundy County, uh, no auctions involved. <laughs> okay. That I'm aware of. <laughs> Any lady, won't you give me a That's right. <laughs> I've got the Rebels in this one. I feel like the, I feel like the last two weeks, like you said, kind of gave them a little boost in confidence. Hey, we can play with anybody if we can play with these two teams. Let's go in into Grundy County, and you know. At least one assistant coach in Franklin County is going to have plenty to say. Uh, he's going to be pretty fired up. I think the kids are going to follow his lead. I think Franklin County gets it done over at Grundy County. Um, I tend to agree. Let's let, let's go Spring Hill against Coffee County. Spring Hill, a double overtime loser last week against Lincoln County. That's like you said. That's got to be frustrating on the part of the the Raiders. It's just tough. I mean, when when you've struggled to have success and then it's right there and then you can't close the deal, it's got to be tough for Spring Hill, for that coaching staff, for those kids. And I feel like you can go in one of two ways. You can either bow up 
or you can continue to slide. And I think against a Coffee County team that's really hungry as well, I, I, I think Coffee County gets this one. I agree. Uh, you know, Coffee County played a bunch of really good football teams. Again, their one and four record is not indicative of how good this team really could be. So uh, I'm going to go with the Red Raiders in this one uh, on the road. Spring Hill's just going to have to prove it to me at this point. I mean, that's just the way I look at it. Yeah. Heading up to the land of Joe Williams. Independence travels to East Nashville. Like you said, Eagles in this one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the road Eagles, though. I think Independence, again, when you just talk about offense, I think I think they've got too many weapons. Joe Cummings has already thrown for 1,100-plus yards in five games, and, and those two receivers, Rummel and Katina, um, and it's kind of pick your poison. Oh, and they've got a tight end who's a junior, and he's an Ohio State commit. You know, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you here. I think Independence, they've shown that when when they're not playing the best of the best, they've not lost to, not, to, to a team that's, that's not a private school yet. So they, the only teams they've lost to have been private schools. Uh, East Nashville, not a private school. So I'm going to go with the Eagles, the Independence ones. There you go. Uh, Beach at Summit. Beach at Summit is, again, it's been a great one over the years, and I don't think Friday night's going to be any different, Mo. I think, though, in the final analysis, <laughs> and I've said it before and I'll say it again, Summit's got Destin Wade and Beach doesn't. I, I really don't know what more you need to say. That's kind of the thing. Is as And, and they've got – here's the thing is they don't just have Destin Wade. No, they don't just have Destin Wade, but they do have – Destin but Wade. they do have him, and that's and, where and he has 776 rushing yards and 11 touchdowns. Ah, so close to the jackpot! Darn. <laughs> yeah, we could probably go back and find one more somewhere. <laughs> Rework the games, Justin. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Spartans get the win just because I just think they're this team is going to be tough to beat. For anybody, and, and so, and I, I don't think this beach team is as good as some of the other beach teams that we've seen over the last little bit. I'll agree with you. All right, the fast stop game of the week: Columbia Central at Mount Pleasant. The Rumble in the Jungle. Mo, the Lions and the Tigers. When they go at it, who comes out on top? There can only be one king of the jungle, there right? There can only be one. I think it's the Lions. Because I, I, I think there are more of them. I That's, think Central's depth will will kind of key this thing in some way, shape, or form by the time it's over. I have to agree with you. I, I really feel like Mount Pleasant has some great athletes on the outside. They've got some great athletes in the backfield. They've got some good kids up front. They've got a really good offensive line, a really good defensive line, but they don't have enough – to play 48, 48 minutes. minutes of good enough football against Columbia Central to get the win. So I've got to go with Columbia Central. But it's going to be a lot of fun to watch either way. I think it is. I think it's and going to be a very entertaining ball game. Absolutely, man. Don't forget, Murfreesboro tonight. Listen on WGNS. Oh. Who wins? 
Oh. Columbia Central. Oh, tonight. Who wins tonight? Oh, who wins tonight? Who wins tonight? Oh, Oakland wins tonight. I'm going to go with Oakland, too. I'm going to go with Oakland, too. Yeah. And you're wearing Patriot colors. I'm wearing Braves colors. Uh-huh. They've won four straight. Uh-huh, I sure. feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> Hopefully it's five after today. All right, there you go. That's going to do it for Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint on this Thursday edition as we get you ready for high school football. Tomorrow, college, pro, going to be all day long. Don't forget, tune in at 4 o'clock. It's going to be a lot of fun as we talk Titans, we talk SEC, we talk national college football, all the great stuff in sports talk. And, of course, we'll talk about this Braves game and their game. There are two games over in San Diego. Game and a half. Tomorrow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us today as we have been on the road, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow, so come back again 4 o'clock. WKOM, WZYX, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube for JP Plant and Mo Patton. I'm Chris Yow saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast brought to you by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. If you'd like to hear us live each and every weekday, tune in from 4 to 6 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia. Also visit www.sm-tnsports.com for the most comprehensive and timely coverage of high school sports in and around Southern Middle Tennessee.